0: hello hmm hello uh
1: how how are you on this <laughs> morning i'm fine i i chuckled a little bit because the way you said that it just had this hint of of honoriness um and uh that worried me uh, you you're you're not you're not you don't have any weird s- scary plans do you
0: <laughs> oh no not 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 against you. Uh, I, I would oh. say my, my honoriness is mainly directed towards the day ahead.
1: <sighs> okay. You know, it's, it's important to start your day with some sort of mood. And if your mood this morning, if you set uh, the Joe mode to ornery, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have an interesting thing that I learned uh, that's sort of tripping me out this morning.
0: What would that happen to be?
1: Well, it turns out that octopi don't have tentacles um zoologically speaking, they have arms, and yeah.
0: squid have two tentacles.
1: Squid have two tentacles, and so I saw this fact, and I said that can't be true, and uh unlike you know ninety eight percent of the people who use something like Facebook, um, decided to look into it a little more to learn, to be sure, and confirmed, uh, zoologically speaking, yeah, they have arms with little suckers on them. And I think that's fascinating. But what really tripped me out is that snails have four tentacles and two of them have eyeballs in them. Their eye stalks are tentacles. And so they're like looking around with their little tentacles and can touch you with their eyeballs, and that freaks me out.
0: Yeah, well, I have to say, snails in general don't, um, appeal to me. Uh, like...
1: Escargot? No?
0: No, I've never, I've never had escargot. I just can't do it. I, I, but I don't like mollusks in general, um, so that's, that's a problem.
1: <laughs> me and mollusks just don't get along.
0: No, uh yeah, it's a texture thing. I, I find them to have an off-putting texture. Uh that goes for octopus, calamari, uh,
1: uh ew, clams,
0: yeah. mussels. Ew. ew,
1: ew, ew. Okay, yeah. good. We're on the same page here, pal. Uh I all of those things just gross me out and the thought of people the thought of the actual action of consuming those things grosses me out. Watching someone eat those foods really freaks me out Uh, like breaking it apart and I hate the word slurp but slurping it out is so gross um when I was a kid uh it had been about five years old and we lived in hey California Oceanside California and uh we were getting rid of these there were these just beautiful uh, brown, black, and metal um, drawers that were specifically meant for VHS tapes. So it was like an organized... There were these organizers that you put VHS tapes into, Uh, but they're super retro looking. Well, I guess they'd be retro now. I don't know if they were retro at the time. Um, And so they were out on the front like sidewalk area, the grass in front of the sidewalk area. So whenever the dump truck came around, why did I call it a dump truck? I don't know. So whenever the trash truck came around, it could pick it up and and toss it. And I was outside and we had just learned in science class, uh, the school that I went to, Uh, for kindergarten, we were they were in trailers. And so my main teacher in my main class was in one trailer. But we had this very quirky science teacher who we would go to. And we got to like dissect owl pellets. And she would always say, if you see an ant in the classroom, do not step on it, because it's our friend. Um, And so she was super into all sorts of things. And she had taught us about snails, and how snails actually sort of have teeth. Um, it's just a grinding plate in the back of their mouth. And I thought that was fascinating. And I remember going home and talking to my mom about how snails had teeth. Um, and then I found a snail outside and I was so pumped about it. It became my little friend. And the coolest thing I, after dinner one night or maybe it was lunch, I don't know, but after some meal where we had bread, I went outside and I pulled off a little bit of bread and I held it up in front of my snail pal and I could see its little grinding plate in the back of its mouth working it trying to consume this uh, bread. And it was the coolest thing. But the reason I talked about the, D or the, the VHS uh, drawer thing was because uh, as a five-year-old, I wanted to keep my pet snail. And so I Put it into the VHS drawers, uh, but of course I had not considered the fact that the trash truck was going to come and pick up the VHS drawers. Oh, so no. when I came, yeah, when I came home from school the next day, my little snail buddy was gone, and so were the drawers. Ugh. Oh, but anyway, its tentacles were cool, and its teeth were cool, <laughs> and octopi have arms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Learn something new every day. Yeah. So speaking of hentai. Oh. Um, that was
0: not that 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 nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you and your partner are wanting to get down with some tentacle based fun. Oh god. <laughs> but you're just not sure if you're both on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> there's a there's a new Kickstarter. Um Joe, you and I talked about this a little bit. Uh, both in private and on Twitter. Um, it is, it's got 26 days to go. There are 209 backers and it has a $7,500 goal and has raised $9,490. The Kickstarter is called Love Sync. Kickstart your love life. Um, they call it an entirely new way to increase your sexual frequency. Can we talk about how that just, just like, scientifying sexual nature in this just it it reminds me of a medicine commercial an entirely new way to increase your sexual frequency talk to your doctor if your sexual frequency increases past twice a week no uh and boost your romantic relationship with the simple press of a button so this is not a kickstarter for a sex robot um it is a couple of buttons that you can press when you want to do the duty. Uh, and then when your partner also wants to, they press the button. And if it lines up, then you both know that you can get down, get down. Um, it's the most bizarre thing about this. And I think the thing that people really latched on to um, it talks about how it's sort of what's the word anonymous uh, and and it's it's uh you can discreetly tap your button and nobody will know and it's discreet and it's this and that and the other and the problem is as people have noted there are two buttons and you put them on your nightstands and so there's nothing anonymous to your partner about the nature of this thing it's it's not as if they're going to suddenly know uh, uh, also it it lights up yeah, also it lights up. Uh, the last detail before we sort of talk about this in, entirely is that there are multiple taps. And so if you tap it once, then that means for the next 15 minutes, if your partner also presses the button, then you'll get down, get down. And I hope they do, by the way, have some sort of integration where it can automatically play music if you both decide that you're DTF. Um Pressing it two times makes it an hour. Three times makes it two and a half hours. Four times makes it eight hours. And if you are really just hot and bothered, you can press it five times. And for the next 24 hours, if your partner is interested, then you both will sync up with their patent-pinted technology.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this Kickstarter failing. (laughs)
1: <laughs> but it's not it's already funded it's funded oh my god no oh nine thousand four
0: hundred and ninety of yeah, the seventy
1: five hundred dollar goal or $7, yeah yeah it's funded
0: uh, um well hopefully it's one of those ones where it gets funded and goes over the funding and then they're like well let's just keep raising our goal and then oh we won't god, actually deliver yes. our product
1: <laughs> yeah those stretch goals that's the worst thing that's ever happened to kickstarter in my opinion yeah
0: we, we haven't um. been able to fulfill our uh, tote bags, so we can't ship our product yet. Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those tote bags we promised you for when, or you know what they're going to do is they're going to come out with Love Sync Lube, and then they're not going to be able to make that happen, and it's just going to be a whole deal.
0: Yeah, and then it'll be in the retail stores
1: before they ship it to the customers. Uh. Oh my God. <laughs> and then they'll come up with a mattress that vibrates, and you uh. can get it shipped straight to your door in a box. <laughs> here's the thing. So they uh, quoted a sex therapist in in this article. It says 80% of couples experienced a quote, desire discrepancy, unquote, with their partner in the past month. It's not just male partners with high libidos and female partners with low libidos. Um, It's 2019, folks. If you think it's one one, uh, one gender or the other one gender or another. That's the problem. That's not, that's not the case. But, um, I think I was talking to my partner about this and he actually did give me a bit of a, a, Hey, check your privilege kind of moment. And I think I'm still very, um, I still think mostly this is silly and the relationship from everything that we know is healthiest whenever you can just like talk to your partner about wanting to get down, get down, as we've said. Um, However... He was talking about because uh, he knows the way to to convince me of anything is to uh, point me to actual scientific studies that have been <laughs> peer reviewed. That's like the way to my heart, and the way to convincing me of something is like check out this peer reviewed study published in this journal. And there have been some studies that show that when uh, romantic partners who are having trouble with their intimacy. Schedule sex it 's actually beneficial to the relationship. Um, a lot of times we 'll see in in you know pop culture that whole once you 've gotten to the stage of scheduling sex, then things are downhill from there and it turns out that that 's not actually the case. It can be helpful for um, couples that are or i shouldn 't even just say couples but folks who are experiencing intimacy issues um, i so in that sense. I can understand where the idea of of, you know, being worried about rejection and feeling embarrassed for your sex drive uh, can be a bit of an issue and you might look for solutions for it. But at the end of the day, you know what we know about uh, what the therapy community preaches for for like a healthy relationship it's all communication 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 and so that's where this feels sort of off and um that is why i laugh at lovesync um i don't know i i don't have much more to say about this other than it's super goofy the way that they're marketing it um but uh, 209 people want it so it's (laughs) surpassed its goal
0: yeah, but I feel like with some of these things, uh a certain percentage of that are people who are just buying it ironically so that that way they can post on Twitter or Instagram <laughs> that they they bought it for funsies. Um but uh regardless, if there are people who actually genuinely get use out of this then that's that's fine. I just the the product itself is marketed in such a laughable way. Um and uh I don't think you necessarily need to check your privilege on this one. Uh, the, this device is not required to schedule uh sex or do any other thing um th- this device is just another tool you could use and it's weirdly stationary to your bedroom specifically <laughs>
1: Yeah, the wires. The that's the the best part about this is that animated image of them placing their little uh devices, their sex buttons on each of their, their things and there's these long wires that are running from them. Why aren't they just Bluetooth? By why why are they Ugh, I don't like it.
0: No. Well, I mean, wireless would you know, you'd have to have pairing and like you know, you don't want to get your neighbors results or something, I guess. But uh <laughs>
1: oh no, or like if you <laughs> if you share a space with roommates or something. Oh yeah. dear. I've, I've synced up on it by accident with my, my roommate.
0: But, you know, this is very locked into your nightstand bedroom arrangement. Um, like, it doesn't, it's not, this is not a portable solution for you. Um, for people who may do anything anywhere else in their home or on the road.
1: Um, mm, on the road at whole foods Mm -hmm. uh no judgment yeah
0: no yeah Uh, at a concert i mean whole foods i wouldn't do it's it's, it's, ever ever since amazon bought them it's really gone downhill and
1: that's true i you know and i just can't it's like having a dog in the bedroom when Mm -hmm. you are intimate with someone you you really just don't want uh alexa watching you while that's going on so whole foods not the best bet but I don't know. Uh, yeah, at a at a at a concert, on a plane, in a train, <laughs> 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 under a bridge, wherever.
0: Don't 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 have sex with Sam. I am, um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, the, going back to that, this marketing is ridiculous. Um, that this, I don't like people who put text as images on web pages. Um, just as a general rule, because then I can't search the web page to find the part where you said the silly thing. That I saw you say earlier
1: <laughs> yeah well and and for me obviously and uh, this is I don't know if you've scrolled through a lot of Kickstarters, but this is a a Kickstarter thing for some reason, and I don't know if they just don't do a very good job of giving them uh, stylistic options for uh, this, but the biggest issue here of course is accessibility how if, if your whole page, and I'm looking through now, yes, I have hacked into the page by clicking view source, um, and I'm looking through, and I don't see any options for uh, alt text on these gigantic images. It's just <laughs> gigantic images. Um, well, if accessibility
0: and- is a concern, then they have bigger problems because their button lights up and you wouldn't be able to see that's
1: true we don't know if it beeps (laughs) or something like that um oh man wouldn't that
0: be nice if there was just like a constant (laughs) chirping noise and you didn't know what it what it was it was like a fire alarm that had its battery that needed to be changed
1: (laughs) Can you change the fire alarm battery no no i want to i want to have sex oh right i forgot you bought those for us for valentine's day i thought i told you to send those back (laughs) Mm -hmm. that was an epic fail i think i figured out why um why they have this set up like this it is because they want to be able to use gifs um or gifs uh and so in order to have these animated images across the page they have to they have to um make them into big old gif images yeah. so there's huge stacks of of jpegs and gifs and it's wait this is a jpeg though why do they i i don't know fact is it's upsetting because this page is completely unreadable to uh, a screen reader. And so many different Kickstarter campaigns do this. It's yeah. uh, there, there, there troublesome.
0: There, there are gifs in here. Like the the one where uh, the model guy rips his shirt and then flings himself um, off screen.
1: <sighs> that's the worst one of them all.
0: <laughs> I, I I kind of think it's pretty hilarious
1: <laughs> it's so but it's so like it takes I guess it if maybe they're just being like super self-aware um mm-hmm. and so they are saying like this is we're being as goofy <laughs> as this stupid idea is but to me it's just I don't know I I mm-hmm. um anyway I am mostly just concerned that <sighs> Kickstarter should do a better job of giving these folks opportunities to uh, instead of just one video at the top and then a place for uh, images and text, but not any styling, uh, they should do better. And then they don't have to drop in a bunch of unreadable uh, images.
0: Mm. I guess i less concerned with the specific instance. But I guess if I paid more attention to other Kickstarters and believed in it as a platform, then um, <laughs> That's I, I might agree with you.
1: Yeah, I don't I it's been a long time, a long time since I've backed anything on mm. Kickstarter. But I, I'm going to complain about any any website that makes it difficult for folks with, you know, low or no vision or some other form of, of uh, disability to be able to access this stuff so mm-hmm. uh do better kickstarter and i hope those 209 hold on let me refresh the page i hope those 209 backers <laughs> uh, I think you were
0: worried that it would have gone up dramatically
1: <laughs> i just want to see i mean 210 we'd know that while yeah, we were talking yeah. about it somebody had one but no no one's purchased one or mm-hmm. backed one since so hope those 209 people are happy with theirs whether it be for, as you've pointed out, the sarcasm they can put on Twitter. I like the idea that you could just use it for whatever you want. It doesn't have to be for... You'd be like, yeah, we both want to have... Say you both, for some god-awful reason, enjoy the um, substance that they serve at Taco Bell. But you both know that it's like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. Is that a pleasure? I don't know. Um and so you both have this button and it's like, man, we both really want to smash one of those Taco Bell substances that we really enjoy. And so if it syncs up, you're both feeling naughty about eating that stuff, then, then you go together to Taco Bell. Uh, that's kind of fun. Or maybe it's like, I don't know, movie date or something. It doesn't have to be for sex, but
0: yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, just, you know, get, get. An app would be better suited because um, everybody has smartphones, and you can just do 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 that. Tap yeah, that. but
1: that's not over engineered enough. You know, you gotta really <laughs> over engineer the problem. You really
0: you really need a wire that, that runs across the room. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no. I a bit, uh,
1: uh, somebody's get, gonna complain when their Roomba sucks up their sex buttons.
0: Just just get just get doodle. Um, and then just uh, oh
1: my god, yes, it
0: did just say you're down to doodle. <laughs> Are you
1: down to doodle? Yes, I, I think I might have to send my partner a doodle just to be funny. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. So, <laughs> um, there's that. That's Love Sync. Uh, let's talk about 500 picks, Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so 500. 500-
0: Pix, I they always say px because it is px, but um, yes, it is px for pixels. Uh, but five hundred px pixel, whatever uh, they they had a tremendously large account breach uh, of user data, um, as, as you know, your internet companies are wont to do, <laughs> uh, and uh, they disclosed that the other day. Um, there is. Uh, some concern because it was they're there the company that um uh was a Flickr competitor for a long time although uh nobody really seems to use them i've observed so who, who knows how dramatically this affects current users but i'm sure there are a lot of people who signed up for 500px in the past who have data that was compromised in the breach um there the, the passwords were hashed but there's other personally identifiable information that uh if you entered uh was not protected uh so that was that's that's all cute and lovely and charming and there's another company this morning that uh on valentine's day uh disclosed that they <laughs> had a breach and that was coffee meets bagel which apparently is a dating app
1: thing had never heard of it <laughs> me
0: neither kids these coffee days
1: Coffee meets bagel um, is the bagel gluten free? Uh, I, I was
0: trying to figure out if the bagels a euphemism. Then what is the coffee? Oh God, is it a euphemism? I don't wait, know. wait. Is
1: it supposed to be like what? Wait, can you only be straight? Can, I'm so confused. Can 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 you only be straight? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like to join the site? Is it what is it supposed? What are you telling me? Coffee meets bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a coffee and who is a bagel? Tag yourself. I'm <laughs> I'm Kagel. Your you're, you're Kagel? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh I'm yeah, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. very confused. Oh, well they do have a thing for LGBT dating. Um coffee. <laughs> Coffee Meets Bagel versus Grinder. Honey, oh, you no. got the wrong idea here if you think those are comparable.
0: Oh, uh, it, it is described on Wikipedia as an app providing daily curated matches based on Facebook connections. Yuck. And then uh, there's Beans, an in-app currency to unlock extra features such as matching with users who aren't on in your curated list. So what is... What is the, p- what? Uh, premium membership enables activity reports,
1: read receipts, and extra beans. I would like extra beans, please. Can I please have extra beans? And also, why is the bagel not getting any love? Why can't I have, like, extra locks?
0: Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, g- give me give me some spread, um, some schmear. <laughs> I want to I wanna schmear.
1: A- and you can either have a plain bagel, which is uh, het, You can have an everything bagel, which is pan. Uh, (laughs) You can have a blueberry bagel, which is bi. Um, What is the gay bagel? Um,
0: Trying to think. I don't know. It wouldn't be the rainbow bagel because that's new and gross. Um, It seems to not provide any value to the universe at all. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we have to ruminate on that one.
1: Yeah, you'll have to think about that. And listeners out there... Oh, God.
0: Wait, what are these images you sent me?
1: (laughs) Well, this is... So, the first one I sent you, so wait let me get this out really quick listeners out there if you would like to provide your thoughts on what the gay bagel is uh then please do let us know but i've already chosen the buy bagel and the pan bagel and the straight bagel so you can't choose those sorry uh those are the rules i didn't make them um i did make them coffee meets bagel versus grinder number one the men and then that is the photo for their comparison between the two sites uh number two is using the app uh and that is their comparison between the two uh i like that they see grinder as assaulted by hordes of men hungry for flesh and they have zombies in the photo Mm -hmm. um and then number three is the early messages you receive uh from the site i did not not receive it oh there it is i got it and it goes on from there um (laughs) <laughs> they, it's basically just making fun of Grindr and saying that our site is better. Uh, they do have a, a case study, however, um, for uh, queer couples that met on on coffee meets bagel. I just really don't know. <laughs> Look, let me first say this. If you met your person on Coffee Meets Bagel and you're happy, I'm happy for you. And that's great and wonderful. And we're just doing funny ha-ha's here, folks. Um, And so here comes a funny ha-ha. And I don't really mean it. But I don't know that I could look anyone in their face. And they said, where did you two meet? And I have to say, we met on Coffee Meets Bagel. Um, And then someone says, you met. How did you? You you poured your coffee on his bagel? No. Um. No, it's a, it's an app. And no, no one knows why a coffee is meeting a bagel, but that's how it works.
0: Yeah. And beans are involved somehow.
1: Um. And there are beans. And I'm not sure if they're coffee beans or lima beans, but there are beans. And you mm-hmm. can earn more beans if you pay money. And is this a freemium game? I don't know. There's it might be. Yeah. But uh, the bagel doesn't get a lot of attention in the app. And that's my real problem with it and why I gave it two star rating on the app store. Uh
0: yeah yeah I mean well it is it is there's a stigma attached just in general to saying where you met um
1: hold on I'm sorry I thought you were gonna say there's a stigma attached to bagels <laughs> no it's uncon- there's oh, I mean- not and so I thought like it was gonna be really funny because I'm wondering how you were gonna try and sell that but. There is I mean, a I'm sure there's an
0: anti-Semitic it. vibe out there for people who don't like That's bagels, true. but um That's sc- true. screw them. Bagels are delicious. Um, uh, so, uh, yeah, but what I was mainly saying is there's a stigma attached to, you know, mentioning that you met somebody through an app or website, mm-hmm. um and just in general. Uh, that Uh There's seems- a
1: stigma attached to meeting someone. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, for some reason, they expect, like, oh, we... You know, we've been uh, together since high school, and we just locked eyes across the classroom. And it's like, that's oh, not God. thats not real-ish no. most of the time. Like, that happens, like, maybe, like, one in every, like, hundred people you're going to come across. Um, yeah, like, if I'll, that. Yeah, a lot of other people out there uh, are going to meet through other means. And uh, in the olden days, that used to be you go to a bar or some other uh, social watering hole, and you try to just have some sort of weird stilted conversation with somebody or you uh hit on them in the workplace or some other awful things uh, so yeah it's all it's all gross and disgusting I much prefer the 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 clean um abstraction of uh the the modern dating environment where you you don't need to interact with this person um, on a daily basis in order to determine that you would like to go on a date with them
1: yeah, I, yeah. so two of my uh former colleagues and good friends um, met their respective partners on the site OKCupid. And they're both happily married now, not to each other, but to their respective partners. Um, They are both happily married and both have children, um, actually, now that I think about it. And like, I, I I don't, in my heart, I don't hold that sort of stigma anymore because I've noticed it you know that it's such an issue um but i still do feel that kind of thing whenever i you know someone new asks like oh where did you two meet um because uh luke and i met on tinder and it was good to have like you said that ability to sort of get to know each other and communicate without um without the sort of some of the the stuff that can happen or whatever it is dating in the workplace and all that jazz. Um, so yeah, like it was good and it was, uh, it worked and I'm not ashamed of that. And the only thing that I'll ever like, uh, is sometimes I think it's funny to say that we met on Christian mingle or (laughs) farmers com. But other than that, I don't, you know, hide the fact that that's where the two of us met. Also, apparently coffee meets bagel was on shark tank. um, Mm. I just can't get over this name. I don't get it. No. Why is a coffee meeting... Do people... Is that a normal... Because I, I don't know. I don't get to eat bagels, really, unless I buy $95 gluten-free bagels. Do people eat bagels and coffee at the same time? Is that, like, a thing? Well, I mean, it's generally considered to be a a,
0: a morning um, uh, baked good, and uh, coffee is generally considered to be a morning beverage... So uh yeah, I would say I would say that they're usually consumed um together, but not necessarily always. Uh it's not like they're you, you don't uh it's not like donuts and coffee. You know you're not dunking the bagel into your coffee. Um that would be disgusting. Uh but yeah, it's it's yeah, I still can't that's a bad name. Because um, uh Jason and I met on match and uh that was before there were apps. So you know, in the olden days, children, when you had your Web 2.0s, <laughs> like, that was how you used to have to meet people. Um, but uh, yeah, th- there's a hilarious page on uh, Wikipedia that compares uh, the, wow. the uh, different dating apps that exist out there. Uh, there are a lot of bad names for these things, mm-hmm. just in general. Um,
1: but... Uh, th- oh, come on now. There's one... Oh dear. I I'm just scrolling through. There's one called Gaydar. There's actually one called Gaydar. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's a little on the nose. Uh uh-huh. but then there's also stuff like gleeden, and I don't know what that is supposed to be. Like uh but
1: uh <gasps> and Moonit. Oh no. I don't know what that is. Gleeden is for extramarital relationships. So oh. these are these like agreed upon? Oh, and it's it's French. Oh that's that's uh, nice, I
0: guess, for them. If that's something that they've mutually agreed to, yeah, and they've agreed on it. <laughs> um, oh boy, yeah, uh, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, one of the, the really charming things is uh, the only the only category where there's a a red no box for supports same sex connections is still eHarmony. Um, it's a lovely, lovely
1: company. Are you kidding me? Wow yeah uh, the, the even founder... christian mingle has same-sex connections for god's sake for god's literal sake <laughs> harmony
0: <laughs> well apparently the founder is like uh yeah i just don't know how to match gay people up so uh it's not in my uh it's, it's not in the the matching methodology that we use and we're not going to put it in there and they've been sued over it in the past and they <laughs> still don't do it they had uh what was it the I'm sure yeah, they, they they
1: said they were go I don't understand. They said that in 2015 they said they were going to mm-hmm. in the separation of the sites and yet they haven't?
0: No, well, because they they made a separate uh service called Compatible Partners. That's what it was. That um, is
1: such again, now we're going back to Love Sinks uh <laughs> an entirely new way to in- increase your sexual frequency and boost your romantic relationship compatible partners that's so robotic and gross anyway go ahead sorry
0: yeah so in 2010 they settled the uh lawsuit against them that uh they were discriminating against uh people based on sexual orientation uh by agreeing to uh fund this other company where all of this stuff would go uh and it's it's just it's dumb and the fact that you've never heard of it is probably uh a, a good summation of the impact that it's had. Uh, but, uh, I do
1: think it I like, okay. So obviously I hate, I mean, this is essentially separate, but equal is what's being created here. And that's awful. Um, I do think that there is a level of, of, uh, boy, the argument made that, Hey, we have a matching system that is patented. And as a straight dude, I myself and my patented matching system um may in some ways not you know I feel like it it does not do a good job of applying to uh to same sex couples or queer couples of of some sort and what should have happened in my opinion is then they should he should have uh, figured, you know, should have hired someone to come in and make the algorithm better and make it more universal. Uh, but the argument, like in the first place, I respect that there was that, that uh, it's one of those kind of stay in your lane kind of things where there's a certain level of respect that I have for someone saying that I don't understand. I I have not had like my life has not led to uh the experiential n- knowledge that i would need to do something like this justice um but it's complicated too because at the end of the day when i think about like my relationships that have been same sex and my relationships that have not been um there's not a whole lot of difference so, and and if it came out like if it came out of a bad place obviously, then I'm I'm not for it. But I do I still at the end of the day like the idea of someone saying, "Hey, I'm not the right person to represent these groups of people." And so what they should have done, I think, is hire someone who could have done a better job of representing. If that makes sense. I'm probably just sticking my foot in my mouth, but um yeah, I I like the idea of people recognizing when something is outside of their own experience and saying, "Hmm, I should probably not make these assumptions because I don't know uh,
0: Well, I think you're giving him way too much credit uh, Warren's religious views also came into uh, focus oh. um, when <laughs> uh, the the, the, uh, the lawsuit uh was going on uh warren explained that his uh, explained his position against same-sex marriage uh saying cities like san francisco chicago or new york they could shut down e-harmony so fast we don't want to make enemies out of them but at the same time i take a real strong stance uh, stand against uh same-sex marriage anywhere oh. that i can comment on
1: it okay well yeah so I'll, i almost said a bad word and i don't have my bleep button set you're you're so. te-
0: you're, t- you're innate you're Tendency to believe the best in people uh, has backfired again. Uh,
1: <laughs> Once again,
0: yeah. You
1: would think I'd learn? <laughs> yeah. No people. People just are awful.
0: Um. So yeah. There. There you go. But uh, I think we've. I think we've uh, mined the 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 dating data breach mines and picture
1: breach minds uh, as much as possible. Yeah, I want to uh. talk about um, dog mode. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you knew any had any idea what I was talking about. Um, no, I, so, I was worried this is another dating app thing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, well, maybe. There might be one called Dog Mode out there. <laughs> um, oh, I'm not doing that research. No. So <laughs> Tesla uh, has been working on uh, Dog Mode and Sentry Mode for a while, and they've just gone live for folks who have an electric vehicle from the company built after August 2017, if it has enhanced autopilot. Um, Dog mode is a feature where you can set your car into dog mode. And what happens is you can go inside of a store, your dog can hang out in the car and they're kept in a temperature-controlled environment with the doors, the doors, the doors locked, with the doors locked and everything like that. Uh, but the gigantic, ridiculously comically sized screen that's in the middle of the Tesla um, lights up and says, "My owner will be back soon. Don't worry." The he- well, in this case, it was heater because it's winter. The heater is on and it's seventy degrees Fahrenheit in the car. Uh, and then, in the summer, of course, you could say, "Don't worry, the a c is on, and it's sixty three degrees in the car um or sixty five whatever you want to set it at, so dog mode allows you to take a trip into the the store right quick and your dog will be a okay in the vehicle uh One of the things that the article notes is, of course, there are laws against leaving your dog in a car in some states, and so uh obviously, having dog mode does not circumvent the law and so you could still get in trouble for that um it also will if the the car battery drops below 20 percent charge then you'll get a notification so you know you know oh well i need to get back out there and uh get my thing charged or what have you so that the dog is a-okay um and then the other mode is called sentry mode and this one is interesting it uh enters a standby state and it uses the car's external cameras to detect threats potential threats so if someone were to lean on your car it's, which why are people leaning on anyone else's car don't do that. Oh, but if someone man. were to lean on your car
0: if you if you uh, just wait right. around in a parking lot and look at the things that people do to other people's cars, it is crazy
1: Oh that's so frustrating to me um, it will it will detect it as like a minimal threat and it switches to an alert state. And then there's a message that pops up on that gigantic touch screen that says, hey, the cameras are recording right now. And so it can let that person know who's leaning on your car that they need to stop because they're being recorded. Um, If a more severe threat is detected, you know, if someone were coming at your car to break a window or something, uh, it switches to alarm state. And so the car alarm goes off. It increases the brightness of that display in the middle to send a message that says, hey, the cameras are recording. And it also plays music at maximum volume for the car's audio system. So it's just a whole lot of noise and a light show. Um, but in any of those cases, the owners do get a notification uh, through the app, and it starts recording 10 minutes prior to the time that the threat was detected. Uh, so it seems like it's continually recording but just drops off uh every you know up to 10 minutes and then if it did detect a threat it keeps those last 10 minutes there's a 10 minute buffer is what i'm trying to say yeah so this is obviously elon musk has some has some things that i you know don't care for and the tesla car uh has some things but I like these ideas, and I've noticed that some of these features that at once seem to only be available to Tesla and its uh, bizarre electric car, bizarre, I mean, in the sense that it was like this startup company that is just like, I don't care what anyone else is doing, we're going to make this electric car the way we want to. But these things have seemed to sort of seep into the more traditional vehicles and so I kind of like these ideas, um, dog mode and better protection of people's vehicles with, with the Sentry mode more. Obviously I care about the dog mode because some people do leave their dogs in the car and then just crack a window and think that's enough. And it's heartbreaking and horrible. Um, so if, if there's a dog mode to keep these dogs safe, then that's kind of cool. Uh, whether the folks who leave their dogs in the car and just crack a window would, <laughs> also, use dog mode is a whole nother story, but uh, yeah, any features that are helpful to our canine pals, I obviously like. Uh,
0: I I believe that the Sentry mode was added because there has been a rash of vandalism of uh, Tesla cars um, because some people are I don't I don't know how, they're just you know your your usual like they're turds yeah they're turds I I believe in. Fossil fuels and stuff, so I'm gonna <laughs> vandalize your car, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, in St. Joe, my hometown, um, a Tesla vehicle was stolen. I don't know how, but it was stolen, um, and they left it on. There's a there's a street called the Belt Highway in my hometown. And it is basically just a throughway through most of the town. And so everything is, you know, off the belt. It's either South Belt, North Belt. You know, you go from the belt to everywhere else. They left it on the belt and they lit it on fire on the Belt Highway. And so it was a Tesla vehicle burning on the Belt Highway. And it was uh, folks in their gigantic, uh, huge, tired trucks with their confederate flag blazing out of the back of the vehicle who think that a tesla vehicle is coming for their diesel engine i have no idea um and so they felt threatened by electric car and decided the best way to handle that weird uh issue that they clearly have going on was to steal the vehicle and light it on fire um in a very 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 public place there's literally always someone driving on the belt so there's it, it's just it's so stupid it's yeah. uh i but don't it, the good I news
0: the good news is that uh those 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 vandals uh with those strong beliefs can still uh match on uh e-harmony so <laughs> that's that's good they'll find love
1: there's and uh, and probably some big truck lovers dot com or something. <laughs> don't go there. No one go there. I don't know what's there, and you're probably not going to like it.
0: <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> oh, sorry. That was that was entertaining to me. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it, that's that's it, these are fine. I don't have an issue with these. As you said, I have I have other issues with. Elon Musk and Tesla that uh, don't have to do with this, in particular. Yeah, um, yeah. Dog mode. My only concern is that um, some people will consider it a substitute for a kennel um, because <laughs> they it, sometimes these features are added to things where it's like, yeah, this is supposed to be for a short period of time, and right. So, somebody's like, okay, I'm just gonna leave my dog in there all day while I'm at work, and it's like. <laughs> no this oh god that's not you didn't you didn't read the fine print on that one um but uh cuz you know the tesla's already having problems with uh their their autopilot stuff uh because it's not actually an autopilot it's it's it says like guided whatever <laughs> mode yeah yeah uh, it, but everybody calls it autopilot um and it's referred to as if it was an autopilot it's just like we have fine print that says it's not um for legal reasons
1: uh be- yeah, because yeah that's the problem is that you put it in the fine print instead of making it the uh the bigger name because it's uh, a tesla.com it's tesla.com autopilot and there's full self-driving hardware on all cars all tesla vehicles produced in our factory have the hardware needed for full self-driving capability at a safety level oh wait i think that's for future stuff um maybe i don't know because when you say full self-driving that sounds like i i start to understand why people think that it's okay, and then yeah. you've got one thing called autopilot, but then they've got a thing called enhanced autopilot. It's kind of uh, confusing, if mm-hmm. if you ask me.
0: Yeah, well, see the 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 thing is, what you're reading there in terms of the the uh, the, the, the stuff is that they have, um, they say that they have the hardware for self driving cars on the cars that they are selling, um, and that they will eventually enable through software. Um, the ability for them to be self-driving cars but, got it and uh my uh, a friend of mine um that i went to high school with uh was explaining to me basically their strategy is they're trying to like build up on the the little uh you know that like autonomous driving thing of like 1 to 5 and like 5 is like completely autonomous and 1 mm-hmm. is uh just like assisted lane guidance um they're apparently trying to go from three to four, um, but uh, the problem he said is that uh, basically it's incredibly difficult to design your way up from that level, uh, rather than mm. starting at one of the higher levels.
1: Uh, oh, got it, got it, got and it. And
0: designing the system uh, for that. So he says it's they're, they're they have a rough road ahead of them, um, figuratively speaking, uh, for for trying to do this. But uh, in terms of marketing and PR. They're basically saying, oh, we're like five minutes away from self driving cars. <laughs> and, uh, we, 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 we were almost there, guys. Uh, and yeah. we're selling you cars that can do it. And that's part of. It, you feel like you're getting value because you're buying a car that can can get this upgrade eventually um and you feel like you're almost there because they say they have this enhanced uh uh driving feature but it's 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 all marketing baloney
1: i mean yeah li- listen i'm quoting this directly off the site and it it is understandable why why people think that um and you know you've said basically that they're building it, but says, all Tesla vehicles have the hardware needed in the future for full self-driving in almost all circumstances at a safety level we believe will be at least twice as good as the average human driver. The system is designed to be able to conduct short and long distance trips with no action required by the person in the driver's seat. For superchargers that have automatic charge connection enabled, you will not even need to plug in your vehicle. All you'll need to do is get in and tell your car where to go. And if you don't say anything, the car will look at your calendar and take you there as the assumed destination or just home if nothing is on the calendar. That would be very cool, but you are sort of like trying to push this as if it's happening right now and or like you said that um, just because they're saying that in the future, it could be that way, then they're they're selling like this value prop that doesn't actually exist as of yet, because of the regulatory issues, and you know you've said the jump from three to four well, or what have
0: you also because it's it's software they don't have the software to do this yet. Um, so they're saying they have the hardware that they're willing to sell you today. Got however, it. um I would like to point out that you don't know that you have the hardware you need because you don't have the software you need so uh, how, wow how are you how are you going to, it's like saying, so uh, we have a perfect house. I've the plans here on this piece of paper and we have all the construction materials in this warehouse and uh, it's ready to go eventually and it'll be perfect when it's up. It's like, okay, but what if you build it and like that trim is too short because you didn't order enough of it or that uh, that that you didn't order enough tile or something like you, you don't you don't know until you put it all together. to to test it that it's all working so when they make promises like we believe that it's going to be safe and it's like well
1: (laughs) i don't care what you believe i care what you know
0: (laughs) yeah because it's like how can you it's like you can design your way towards that as a goal but like you you don't have any proof that it's going to be that way because you don't have a vehicle uh, to test with that that complies to any of these promises you're making, uh, that, that fulfills any of these promises you're making. So I don't know. It, it, it's a weird company. And so I do have concerns with dog mode where it's like, yeah, you, you're saying like this keeps your dog safe and stuff. And it's a great feature uh, for people who need to run into a store quickly. But it's something that can also quickly be abused by people who don't read the fine print, um, where people are going to be like, okay, so my dog is going to be safe as long as there's a charge. There's a charge in this car for, like, the whole day, so uh, goodbye, dog, and uh, see you later. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, that's that. I... I would love to have the self-driving car future, but uh, all the insert all the normal things people say here about how far away we are.
0: Oh well, I I also would like it. Uh, I know your co-host on Clockwise, Dan Warren, um, is uh, very opposed to self-driving cars, and he thinks it's way far in the future and that it's never going to really work right. Um, be- I believe he's cited Siri as an example in the past. <laughs> but uh, I I yeah I just I don't. Um, I I think it's going to happen eventually and I'm looking forward to it. Uh I don't see any real reason why I need to be paying attention to what my car is doing. Um Right. Cuz
1: I, I can't tell you how oh, and you you especially. Like I feel for you because you have to drive every single dog on, well, you know, all the time to get anywhere. Uh and I I don't like taking trips um because I just get so stinking bored in the car just with my hands on the wheel, paying attention to this boring road. It would be so nice if I could do literally anything else while the car is just taking me to where I need to go next. And I, I know that, I mean, because that's the thing, the, the mistrust there that that Dan talks about, the fact is we, I mean, and it's what everybody says, but seriously, we humans just do such a bad job of paying attention and, at our at, at our at our core we 're pretty selfish beings, and so we will decide for everybody on the road that we have the capability of doing x, y and z, even though it could potentially endanger us and other people and Can you imagine like the the drop of of deaths from drunk driving? Can you imagine the drop of deaths from um, distracted or even like injuries from distracted driving the whole everybody texting and driving these days kind of thing would not be an issue anymore there's so much distracted driving happening or um uh what in under the influence driving happening there's a better term for that but i can't think of it it would be so nice if that wasn't the case
0: yeah well there's a um like the other day some uh there, there was a lady who was on a uh phone call i guess on speakerphone in her car where she was holding the phone in one hand and uh talking while steering with the other hand and uh apparently decided she needed to make a left turn but she was in the rightmost lane so she was just going to cut across the lane i was in and wasn't looking so i had to uh gently honk at her um until she moved her car out of the lane i was in um and then uh proceeded it was it was you know it's a, it was an entirely avoidable I don't ever si- like
1: what go ahead. oh i was I, just gonna say i don't ever like to honk at people and so i like in that moment i feel that sort of like oh boy here we go we got to let her know that she's doing not a very good thing right now yeah
0: i, I don't like to honk at people either um i, I just it, it is and it but you know this is this thing where it's just like people are just in general terrible drivers even if you think you're a good driver Uh, everybody else around you on on the road is you can't say the same for um so even if they were all in automated cars that would be fantastic but uh it's it's definitely the the kind of thing where i uh would like you know it to be regulated and uh uh, appropriately marketed because i don't want to have a situation where people think they have a, a an automatic vehicle or they think they have a uh, a completely autonomous uh, thing where they don't need to pay any attention, but the fine print is, no, you really need to be holding the steering wheel um, in <laughs> order for this to... Which is a lot of these systems right now. Uh, like, the the Tesla system is like, yeah, you gotta hold the steering wheel or uh, we're gonna, you know, pull over to the side or whatever. But um, the... Uh, but, but because uh, people don't pay attention. Like, the Uber driver who, unfortunately, um, was... Uh, they they killed um that person who was cross- the pedestrian who was crossing uh a street in in Phoenix um mm-hmm. a few months uh, well last year um unfortunately when that happened uh they they were the vlog show they they were not paying attention to what was going on on the road they were using their phone um and that was not what they were supposed to be doing but because right. <laughs> the system is so mostly automated um they weren't paying attention so you know, it, it's it's a it kind of you, you kind of have to watch out for that gray area where it's like, yeah, 99 percent of this time, this is going to be fine. But then one percent of the time you're going to kill somebody if you're not paying attention.
1: Well, and that's kind of the difference, too, I think, between uh, I don't know that I would except in a world where literally every vehicle, you know, you summon a vehicle to your house and everybody's summoning vehicles to their house and we all are driving via automated. I don't think that I would ever uh well I can't speak to that but for the most part I think that I would probably not use uh the automated functionality in in the city like if I'm if I'm in my neighborhood and in that area I don't mind doing the driving but it's like on the highway especially where that's where I want the automated stuff to kick in where I can just hit the button and say, can you just get me there? And then this whole time, I don't have to keep my hands on this wheel and my eyes on this road. I could be working on something like writing an article or, I I don't know, watching Netflix if I wanted to, whatever it happens to be. That's the part where um, I think it would be super helpful. And you know, there are plenty of of modern uh, sci-fi books that talk about folks summoning vehicles to their house and that's like sort of the future that you see and at that point you can go a lot faster because everybody is in one of these automated vehicles and so the you know the whole system kind of takes care of itself and, and the speed issue is not so much of a safety concern um yeah i don't know i i think that the d and still there, there's a back and forth because, yes, uh, I, I've talked before about like the deaths that have happened because of self-driving cars are so much less than the deaths that have happened from people who are not using self-driving cars. And obviously, uh, part of that problem is that there aren't as many self-driving cars driving. And so just by the sheer law of numbers, there are going to be that many more deaths uh, for people driving cars. But all of the science suggests that the self driving car is x amount uh x times better at driving than an actual human being is, and so i just i welcome it and i want it and i cheer it on and and hope that it happens in my lifetime mm-hmm. yeah
0: uh, i mean in terms of uh being able to sit in a vehicle that's moving to take you to your destination without having to pay attention to things um you, you The the promise of public transportation uh, is kind of there, but there is a lack of will to implement public transportation in many places. And uh, after World War II, a lot of places were just like, hey, cars are great. Um, So that is why L.A. is the way it is. And that's why other cities are very um, car focused, because uh, like in Tampa, Florida, there is a bus system, but you would never use it uh, because it's not timely. uh, And... (laughs) uh everybody else will be using their cars um it, it's just that's just a weird uh way how we've made cities so there's a whole other conversation about like city infrastructure and planning and whatever but um any anything that keeps me from having to pay attention to what I'm doing uh is fantastic uh but uh one one final thing to wrap this up uh that I do want to mention before we head out is that uh buzzfeed um uh and then bloomberg kind of sort of i don't know it, it, Buzz- buzzfeed and then bloomberg's like yeah me too um it, B- buzzfeed uh uh announced that their sources say that apple is launching their uh publication subscription service uh march 25th at an event at the steve jobs theater uh and then bloomberg's mm-hmm. uh yeah i got information too article was <laughs> uh they'll be launching the video service at the same time um and they are going to invite uh, celebrities such as Jennifer Aniston and uh, Reese Witherspoon up, um, in addition to, like, J.J. Abrams or whatever, uh, and they'll be in the Steve Jobs Theater. Uh, It's not clear if they would have any presenting roles um, in this, uh, etc. But I'm uh, not happy about this. Uh, I thought that Apple was going to really go all in on uh, the promise of entertainment uh, with this and uh, do a big event in Los Angeles um, and invite all of the entertainment press that is here uh, and you know basically have like what amounts to a movie premiere uh, focused on just this service that they were launching um, but now they've kind of moved it well not moved it but they they put it uh, in the Steve Jobs theater um, on campus in Cupertino so not having anything to do with the entertainment industry and uh, they're sandwiching it with announcements about uh, a magazine and newspaper subscription service uh, which I feel like is uh, how can I put this Uh, it's sort of like saying here's a cool service we're launching and here's a piece of garbage we're launching and we're going to put them in the same presentation well (laughs) yeah Uh, I mean not that I feel like the news uh, and magazine industry is a piece of garbage it's just that Apple's plans for their news and magazine subscription service are garbage. Um yes. As as has been discussed elsewhere, notably in your episode of Clockwise, we have a very brief summary of uh Apple saying that they uh would like 50% <laughs> Jeez, of, of all of the subscription money and then the other 50% uh will be divvied up among the uh publications based on uh how how much how often i guess people are is it by like was it by screen time or just like clicks
1: like i'm not i'm honestly not certain um uh it's but the part that confuses me about that is if they're supposed to be announcing this soon why, why are these complaints just like is it just down to the final thing and this is what's left to argue about it just seems weird that um it's so soon to whenever they're supposed to be announcing it. And just now they're having disagreements about how much they want to charge. It's almost like they've you know got everybody in the room multiple times. They've got all these agreements in place. They're working on it. And then they sat them down on like February 10th. And there was this plate in the middle of the room with a, a, a sheet over it or like a, a napkin over it. And they pulled off the napkin. And it had the offer, we want 50%. And then suddenly everyone's like, oh, and now we're all talking about it. It just yeah. seems weird if it's supposed to be coming so soon and they're supposed to be announcing it in, in you know, this, this event. Why are we just now hearing that they want 50% and that obviously uh, the publication industry is not too pleased about that? I don't know. Yeah. Weird.
0: Well, I mean... I think part of it is they internally uh, apparently had a, a, since the the acquisition of Texture last year, they had internally made a version of Apple News that uh, integrated um, this subscription service for employees to test. Uh, And so that requires no payment internally and isn't, you know, obviously uh, you're making like deals with these content providers to test this stuff, I guess um because there's already a pre-existing relationship from texture uh and then you get to this point where you're like okay well now we're going to launch it so this is how much money it's going to be um and it's the whole like we we wrote this down on the a piece of paper and slid it across the table um (laughs) and uh i think that's the the part that people are probably shocked by now is because they went into this um from this from having a pre-existing relationship with texture, probably, and uh, going to the the Apple portion of it where Apple's just like, okay, so here's the money. And uh, apparently this has been explained as uh, Apple is charging 50% because the magazine industry was okay with 50% which is interesting i don't know why the magazine industry was okay with that but uh the newspapers um who are scraping by uh uh on on like literal tenths of pennies as it is uh they 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 can't they can't quite (laughs) accommodate the 50 percent. so i feel like uh they were uh, that's where this uh the reaction is mainly coming from uh is is this this latter portion of we we had a service that we built in for internal testing and now we have a price tag for it and the only people who have a problem with it are the newspapers uh (laughs) that are going out of business Ah, those pesky newspapers um but uh yeah it's it doesn't really seem like there's an upside to being in the service and so it's it's going to notably be missing the new york times uh and and uh uh washington post um which is, uh, I don't know how to say this. There are, there are a lot of publications in the United States, uh, but the probably the two major publications that people are paying attention to right now are the New York mm-hmm. Times and Washington Post. And the Washington Post. <laughs> uh, another another large uh, publisher is the Los Angeles Times, which for years uh, has suffered through the neglect of Trunk. Um, and uh, <laughs> has has emerged from that from a, a, a situation by being acquired by a private investor in Los Angeles, but they still have the horrible trunk platform that they're they're on until they can get that all engineered away. So maybe they're go- they're along for the ride on this one too. So that might be something. But the just the, just that so you don't have the New York Times or the Washington Post in this is is a, a bit of a deal breaker if it's supposed to be a new subscription
1: service. Yeah. Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. I mean, cause I like, uh, the thing is I like Apple news in its current form. Um, and I like the way I get news alerts. I like the way that I get, uh, you know, the, the, the way that I can choose what stuff I like and what I don't, but I don't have any subs and this is bad. I know, but I don't have any subscriptions to publications. Um, as it stands and i don't think that that's going to add anything to it for me uh it doesn't seem like for me it's not a benefit uh i guess is what i'm saying and and so even though the New York times and those other ones aren't in there, it doesn't affect me. Um, but I agree. Like it seemed to be the best way for people to make for Apple to make money on that. And for other publications to make money would be to have a subscription for the New York times and for the other. And right now, let me see when I go into, Oh yeah, I forgot. I've got it on the Mac. Let me just pop open news on the Mac for the first time ever. Probably. Um, Oh my God.
0: Speaking of, when you were saying that you like the push notifications, right when our call started, um, a, I got a push notification from The Verge about some nonsense thing. I don't even remember what it was. It, it nothing, it was not actually a newsworthy item, but it was from Apple News up there. And it reali- and I realized in that moment that I had not disabled notifications for it, even though I had removed Apple News from the dock, um, in oh, Mojave. Wow. Uh, I,
1: oh, you meant on your Mac, you got the, no- okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah.
0: And, it, it, cause I, had, I, I, of course, very early on turned off news notifications um, because I I do I I don't it highlights really weird things either it's something that I already knew about because I was looking at Twitter Um, so it's like the president of the United States did something dumb and it's like yes we all know that it happened uh, like 24 hours ago but thanks thanks for this urgent notification Um, and then you have the other notifications where it's just like this is not news like so why would you why would you bother me about this? You tapped yeah, me on the th- shoulder, turned me around, got my attention and then said And then said
1: this? Yeah. Uh so it's my understanding there um publications can choose uh which which of their stories to get published get uh can be sent as like news alerts to you. Um so depending on whether you're getting it straight from Apple which is the like top stories uh area and I th- there's one other that they do like the daily thing. Those of course are coming from Apple, but um the other ones are uh like a checkbox to say, hey, notify people of this thing. And it seems like some some publications <laughs> pretty much click that on everything and it's kinda gross and kinda gamey. Um, oh, are you and saying The mean-
0: Verge might be doing something kind of gross and gamey?
1: <laughs> and gamey? Uh yeah, gamey like venison. Um <laughs> so what I was wanting to see when I go to the New York times within the Apple news app, I can see every single article, um, in the news app. And so what, well, every single article that they've pushed through, I don't know. There are probably more on the actual website, but, and you're not, you're not a,
0: you're not a subscriber.
1: No, not a subscriber at all. um, And so that's confusing to me. I don't know if once the subscription stuff starts, they're going to cut back Uh, because there are some publications who purport to be on Apple news, but whenever you go to their specific stuff, it's essentially like the, uh, RSS readers where it's like a, it gives you the first sentence and then it's like, go to our site to see more. Oh, I hate that so much. Yeah. So I've blocked all of those publications that do that. Um, within apple news but the other ones have have all of the stuff
0: yeah and the reason i had asked about the subscription thing before is because i have a los angeles times subscription so there is a a a method of authentication that you can do where uh once you authenticate it uh the los angeles times appears in like full form inside of the app um interesting so that that was that was uh the reason why I asked, but yes, those other publications where it's like, find out more on our website. It's like go rotten heck, um, but <laughs> also go rotten heck. The the. the uh, i don't like the app um either on the mac or uh on the iphone i don't like uh that i can't just get a link to the web page uh that this is on if i'm sharing something with somebody else i don't want to send them an apple news link um i feel like it's incredibly aggressive to send someone an apple news link don't send me an <laughs> apple news link um I don't like i'll
1: keep that in mind i i don't think i've ever said well maybe i have yes, the only have. person who i sen- <laughs> okay the only person who i regularly send uh apple or who i regularly send links to from apple news are my partner and he and i both love apple news for reading because we've trained it and so most of it's just like new science stuff um And so it's no issue for the two of us. But I I understand like for somebody who doesn't use Apple News, it would be annoying that when you tap on it, then it pops up in the Apple News app and you have to read it there. Mm -hmm. Um, I just I like it there because nine times out of 10, it's cleaner than the website is. um, And the ads are are less bothersome and it doesn't take as long to load. And there's not like a process of reorienting um as i'm trying to learn how these people have set up their styling and where things are and how to get around inside of their and scroll jacking and all that jazz yeah. and so for me it's uh cuz i use the the little reader feature on safari anytime i'm looking at a site cuz i just hate all that extra clutter around the edges of whatever i'm looking at so
0: yeah uh it, which is interesting cuz a lot of publications have gone through a lot of effort to block the reader um uh button from popping up on certain websites like variety uh if you go to uh read a variety article um in order to make sure that you read their garish uh background ads that are like imdb like in uh in appearance um then you can't you can't actually uh uh use the reader view
1: hmm.
0: yeah it's also disabled. i'm
1: seeing there's there are options to subs have has apple news always had subscriptions yes Okay. See, I didn't, I guess I didn't realize that. Um, cause I, 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 now I'm seeing, I went to the Los Angeles Times in particular, cause the New York Times is all f- sh- free for me or whatever. And it says, get all the best stories from the Los Angeles or from Los Angeles Times, get three months free and then six bucks a month after the trial ends. Um, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So is it, I wonder if they're, whatever they're doing, their news thing is going to look a lot like that. Cause it looks almost like Apple Music branding. Um, yeah, but it's only available in Australia, the United Kingdom, and the United States.
0: Yeah, and they, um, for the subscription service, you know, the, the promises you just pay for one, and that way you're not signing up for each of these things individually. Ah, uh, uh, got it. That makes sense. But uh, I'm annoyed that they're going to pair that launch with the entertainment oriented launch i don't feel like these are comparable services um i know that they're both subscription services but (laughs) it's it's the overlap is not there um because i mean maybe they'll have some really weird narrative where they try to like segue and interleave the two but i don't know how you're gonna do it because it's like these are tv shows you watch on a large
1: screen preferably um i just think they're going to have a blimp floating over the top of the campus and it will just have hashtag services on it and mm. that's sort of how they're just combining it they love to talk about services and their earnings call services 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 and so that's all this is it's yeah. just hey these are the latest what services you guessed it that we've announced
0: yeah and also uh, people aren't sure how much apple is going to wind up charging for their video content um Uh, some stories say that some content will be free. Uh, Some say that uh, all of the content will be free, and that doesn't make any sense because how do you increase services revenue? But uh, apparently the stories where they say that all of it's going to be free is because they are hoping to make up the services revenue in the uh, channel subscriptions, um, which is going to be like uh, Amazon uh, Prime Video channels uh, where you can sign up for stars through Prime Video. Um, And that earns amazon a ton of money um they they make hmm. multiple millions of dollars in revenue on their channel services uh i don't know how profitable it is they didn't announce that but they 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 do have revenue there uh that flows in from those subscriptions which i'm sure apple would love to tout, um because all they need to do is say that revenue grew but uh i i don't know i, I w- we'll see how this goes i'm i'm kind of happy i got the month right i thought it would be march and it's march <laughs> but i I'm, yeah. I'm unhappy about every literally everything else about this announcement uh
1: all the rest of it is uh yeah well yeah. i i'm i think we've covered we've covered quite a bit today yeah
0: we 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 automatically drove over a lot of ground um <laughs>
1: i like it <laughs> yeah
0: we were full of beans um but uh <laughs> That's that's it again. <laughs> Goodbye.
1: Bye.